After a brief spectral visit with Krag, Octavia and the Moerian army are face to face with a dragon soul guardian. What powers does this guardian hold? Has Krag turned it against them? Or is it just going with the flow? Welcome to me, my spouse, and a die. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Me, My Spouse, and a Die. I'm Gwyneth, your resident Asimar, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair. And I'm Austin, your resident Dungeon Master. Me, My Spouse, and a Die is a family-friendly actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, where we follow our hero, Octavia Marguerite Sinclair, through her adventures in the continent of Mawir, a land that has been ravaged by a war with monsters for 15 years. Before we talk about anything, uh, we got an email a few weeks ago. Wow, in April. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> time. What is time? That uh, was sent twice because we're we're bad at replying to things, and even even more so now, just because it sometimes it's all I can do to make sure there's an episode ready to publish on Wednesday. Um, but at Campmaster, as you sign the email, it has your actual name up here. I don't know if you intended for that, but I'm going to call you Campmaster. You know who you are uh, <laughs> because that's how you signed it. Sent us a whole bunch of uh, crit cards, successes, and failures. So thank you so oh, much. Dope. Said, yeah, have a lot of fun listening to the show, even though it makes them hungry. So <laughs> thank you for these. I know we're a few weeks late on this acknowledgement, but if you're still listening, which I hope you are, uh, we appreciate them. And I have uh, loped all of these into our current database. Woo! So maybe we will pull a few. Woo! Maybe we won't. We'll see how the <laughs> dice roll. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're going to keep this one a bit short uh, today, but we wanted to have an episode for you uh life is life is swirling so we don't have a ton of ton of recording time but we wanted to make sure there was still an episode out can't uh, break our streak so we're just gonna leave y'all hungry for a little bit a little bit more uh but we will be signing off just a, a teench early today so the technical term i hope well it doesn't matter if you're okay with it or not that's what we're doing <laughs> But uh, in, enjoy this. We'll try to we'll try to pack as much into this into this time as we possibly can. Uh, so I mean, I'm okay just jumping in because we don't we don't have a lot. So let's get the content rolling. Unless you feel otherwise. No, I was just gonna you know say again. Thanks for for the crit and all the crit cards, and I'm excited to get going. And Thank yeah, you, Camp Master, Camp Master, Camp Master, Camp Master General. <laughs> all right, so. We left off on the precipice of a very scary position for uh, Octavia and the armies of Moir. Face to face. Well, time sort of slowed down and you had a brief visitation from uh, your one-time enemy, one-time ally, one-time enemy again, Crag. <laughs> Current enemy. Current enemy. So that people are clear where, we are, where we're standing with the flip-flopping. Current enemy, former ally, former, former enemy. <laughs> Crag Dragon Blood. <laughs> Basically being like, yo, I know you're coming. They know you're coming. Good luck. By the way, have fun with this thing. And uh, he disappeared, and a large sort of storm spirit rose out of the lake. A, 
you know, like 20 foot tall aspect of a humanoid figure made of swirling clouds and uh, dripping water holding a sword made out of crackling lightning standing some ways in front of you, kind of in the center of the lake in front of this line of boats that are still headed towards it. And so we pop back into the moment. The ships are scrambling around you. It's nearing twilight. The sun is setting over the horizon, casting a pink and orange hue over the landscape, but storm clouds have formed over the lake. Winds are whipping about, blowing uh, Carhoon's glorious hair all (laughs) over the place. Yours already looks like the wind is constantly moving it, so there's not a ton of difference. Mm. Maybe it's just a bit more vigorous. Uh, The waves are starting to form, sending these little ships bumping and rocking on the lake. And you can hear orders being stage shouted So to to try to maintain some semblance of stealth. Although that idea is quickly being abandoned as orders are going back and forth from the crews trying to avoid this enormous water spirit and prepare for the rough seas ahead. Captain Slab at the helm shouts, Evasive maneuvers! <laughs> and, Sorry, uh, I don't know why I laughed at that. <laughs> slams the, the rudder down and the boat kind of jerks off to the side to try to what a scooch jerk. around. Ha, 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 ha. Sorry. Tries to scooch around this water spirit uh, to, to avoid its lightning-y gaze. Uh, some of the ships, similarly, they kind of split off into two segments trying to circumnavigate this thing. Rain starts pitter-pattering down on the deck, and you see a few lightning flashes strike elsewhere in the lake, rolls of thunder peeling off almost instantaneously because you were so close. So cool. In the instances before we roll initiative, is there anything... Uh, narrative-wise, you do, rather than, like, casting spells mm-hmm. and whatnot. I mean, she'll probably... I know that she was able to get it out to Carhoon that, you know, they know that we're here in that brief instant um, before the water spirit showed up last episode, so she'll probably, in a stage you know, stage whisper, stage yell to, you know, all of the pirates also be like, they know, they know we're here, so I, you know, if you have any, I mean, don't hold anything back, because they know we're here, unfortunately. Um, and then we'll just kind of look at this, you know, look at this water spirit, because Craig had mentioned that it was the one um, protecting the shield, and kind of wonders if this was a, a creature that's been twisted by him, and you know, a creature that would potentially you know, be, be good if it was if it was put in place by the three and kind of look sadly at it that, you know, maybe it's its nature's been corrupted or something like that. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Alright. You shout some orders across uh, and the boats continue heading on because they cannot abandon the mission yet as this thing reaches its lightning sword back and we're going to have you roll initiative. Oh, I guess I should ask, how far away from it are we? Way to break up that Sorry. moment. You... Because that might change what I tell the crew. What would it change? 
It just depends on how close we are to it. I mean, you're not, it's not like right there, but it's a, you know, a couple hundred feet off. Okay. Sounds good. Does that change anything? Nope. Nope. That does not change anything. All right. Well, uh, okay. Roll initiative. All right. You little dingus. Hey now. For Octavia. Nine. Okay. For Carhoon. A natural 20. So a 22. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Carhoon will be up first. However, uh, the rain starts matting down his hair and he looks at you and he says, um, I'm best with my axe and I don't know if I'm going to be able to get up close to this thing. I can try to uh, help keep this ship afloat or I mean, I can take some pot shots with my bow. Where do you think I'd be better suited? Why don't you uh, take a couple shots with your with your bow and see how it impacts? Because, I mean, it's it's made out of water. It might not even do anything. If my experience being water, you know, it's not as uh, impactful of an impact, if, <laughs> if you know what I mean. So, Very eloquent. Yeah. Um, so why don't you give it a go and see what happens, and then if it doesn't seem particularly effective, you know, help... help uh, uh, slab and his crew, you know, make sure that we get across the lake safely. But okay. but tell 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 Captain Slab to keep a wide berth around around this creature. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously he knows that, but yeah. All right. So Conrad's like, okay, straps the uh, axe to his back and whips out the bow, and yeah, he'll take a couple shots. Does a fifteen hit? Fifteen does hit. Okay, yeah, it's a very large target. Pretty easy to hit. 10 piercing damage. Okay. Do not think that this is magical. Right. All right, and he's going to, you know, string another arrow, seeing that he was able to hit it the first time. Does a 12 hit. Just barely. Ooh. Almost max damage again. Nine points of piercing. And then the third will be a hit as well. Not as great damage. Only four piercing damage and I mean I know that they're far away but does he get the feeling that it was effective um roll a perception check it's really hard to tell on a bean made of swirling water Water. and mist oh that is a natural one and Um, he's not particularly perceptive so that would be a a one total Carhoon can't really tell it's like I don't know what this is doing but I'll, I'll keep it going for another round or two Oh, I'm sorry, five total. I'm sure that really changes it, things. It does not. He says the same thing. Uh, okay, that is what Carhoon does. It is your turn. Okay. I am going to cast Control Water. Mm-hmm. And underneath the Water Spirit, I am going to create a Whirlpool. Now, it is not connected to the water. It's oh, it's kind of not? like floating above it right now. It like rose out of the water. Oh, just so you know. Okay. I perhaps should have could have been clearer I, on that. No, that's totally fine. I just thought I kind of was imagining it like rising out of the water. So, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, give me a second then, because that will change what I do. Mm-hmm. I thought it might. That's why I told you. Aren't I so nice? I could have let you cast that and been like, eh, "It's floating above the water. Your spell has no effect." <laughs> and then I would have been like, Octavia would have been able to tell that, so she wouldn't have actually cast that. And I would have been like, "I'm the dungeon master. Screw you." <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a nice dungeon master who's not out to kick you. Okay, um. 
thinking I could maybe do one thing. Um, but it not being the case, I am going to do something that you're not a humongous fan of. Oh, I am so sorry. And I'm going to summon a bunch of creatures. I hate, I hate these. Hate. How if many you, creatures? If you had just had it be touching the, the water. Don't put this on me. Don't, this is not on me. It's not on you. It's on the designers of this game. <laughs> I want to know who wrote these spells. Uh, Wizards of the Coast. Fire them. What are you summoning? How many? I'm going to let me find their stats. Just tell me what they are and you can find the stats. Uh, eight giant owls. Okay, great. All right, we have these eight giant owls kind of surrounding um, the the water spirit in part to obviously do damage, but then also kind of to distract it. And so all eight of them are going to swoop down, do talon attacks, and then kind of fly away from it because it has this, they have this flyby ability. Okay. Attack number one. How many d20s do you have? This is what I hate. I hate. I don't hate the spell so much as I hate the fact that it takes so freaking long to resolve eight separate attacks. So roll as many as possible. What's their bonus to hit? Plus three. Okay, you have to roll a nine or higher. Nine or higher. Two hit. Out of my four d twenty. One hit. Okay. Out of the other one, so that's three hits. So that is sixty six. Rolled three fives. Thirty one points of slashing damage. Okay. And again, they're going to just kind of keep keep circling around this creature. And then as a bonus action, I am going to leap up into the air and turn into an air elemental and not fly to it quite yet, but get ready to fly to it. Oh, right. That is your turn. It is... The wind spirit's turn. It is going to... It looks at the giant owls and it looks at you. And it's smart. So it knows it just has to break your concentration. Uh It raises the hand that is not holding the lightning sword. And coalescing into it is like a javelin of wind that it throws at you. My favorite part about the stat block is that it strikes unerringly. The the spear of air strikes yeah. unerringly? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means I don't roll an attack. It just hits you. What? Yeah. What? I didn't write this. This is an official this is an official monster by the way. So. That's interesting. Yep. It's less damage than uh its other its other attacks, but it's still good damage. Uh, it's 20 points of piercing. Is that a magical attack? Mm, yes it is. And roll me a concentration check. All right. I do have advantage on this because of that feat I took. Mm-hmm. And I fail. So you rolled less than 10? Correct. Oh, wow. With advantage. I'm going to use a luck point. Okay. Natural 14. Okay. Made it. You hold on to it for now. This thing is then going to... I won't be that big of a jerk. So I'll let you keep your owls for one more round. <laughs> it is going to, uh, you know, it's just going to boosh one of your owls away. Okay. How many hit points does an owl have? Not very many. Does it have more than 20? Potentially. No, it has I 19. I rolled a 20. It has 19. Okay, so one of your owls poofs. All Seven right. owls left. 
and it just kind of rises a little bit more off of the ground. So we'll say it's about 60 feet above the surface of the water Okay. right now. Okay, that is its turn. Uh, the Moerian boats continue to scatter and try to zoom across the lake, but it is back to Carhoon's turn. He says, you want me to keep shooting it? Yeah, keep keep shooting it unless, unless right. you know, Slab really needs your help. So he's going to knock three arrows, does them like three at a, you know, three at a time, one above each other, cool Robin Hood style. Mm-hmm. Does an 11 hit? No. Okay. That will be a hit, and I'm just going to roll the third yep. one. That will also be a hit. 13 points of piercing damage. Okay. All right. It's Garhun's turn. It's yours next. All right. I am going to have my owls um, go at it one more time. There are only seven of them this time. Correct. Nine or above. Three hit, one crit fails, two more hit. All right, so five of them hit, so that'll be 10d6. 34 points of slashing damage. All right, give me my d6s back, because I will need them. Anything else you're doing? How far away am I from it at this point? Uh, Let's say 200 feet. I will... I guess I hope your owls had the initial movement they needed to get I can cast that spell 300 feet away from myself, or like 120 or something really far, and they have a pretty... Something really far. It is really far. I will quadruple check. I think it is 300 feet. It's only 60 feet. Hmm. Hmm. How far can an owl move? 60 feet. Okay. So they couldn't have They couldn't have, I guess, attacked that first time. Hmm. All right. Well, that, that's on me. I'm going to so. give myself a few hit points back. Or we can just, they won't do anything the next round. I'm just going to give myself a few okay. hit points back. That is fair. That is on me. Because I was looking at the, the whirlpool spell and that was 300 feet. So that's why my brain probably said that. Okay. And then I'm going to go 90 feet towards it. Okay. Actually, I'm going to go 180 towards it. So mm-hmm. I should be able to get it, get to it my next turn. Okay. Um... It is... Is that your turn? That is my turn. Okay. It is going to use a legendary action. It reaches out a hand towards you, and a gust of wind starts blowing you in the opposite direction. Make a strength saving throw. 16. You are pushed 20 feet back. (gasps) Okay. 20 feet away from it. Uh, It is now its turn, so it is going to going to hurl another wind javelin at you and another one at one of your owls. Alrighty. Assuming the owl sticks around. Oh, I don't roll the d20. (laughs) (laughs) Another one strikes out. Not as good damage. 17 points of piercing. To me or to the owl? To you. Alrighty. Roll a concentration check. That's right. DC 10. Make it. Alright. And then the next one goes at an owl for, oh gosh, your owl's toast. (laughs) <laughs> for 27 that, it is it is toast i know that's why i was wanting that 17 to have hit the owl because it would still have been barely up 25 against the owl the uh spirit then kind of flourishes itself up in the air and then dives into the water becoming one with it 
that I can't even make out a form underneath the waves. Well, you might be able to, but you'd probably have to make a perception check. So it dives underneath the waves. Okay. The boats kind of look around and they're like, is it it over? (laughs) They keep scooching forward. It's Carhoon's turn. All right, Carhoon is going to do what Carhoon does best and think about what to do. I was like, there's there's no target right now. Because there's no target. He is... I'm going to jump in the water and go after it. He dives into the water. I mean, he could. We all have water breathing. <laughs> this is true. So. He just sinks right to the bottom. Oh, I forgot to take my armor off. <laughs> okay. Um, he is going to... Um, I guess he'll ready an action to, to shoot if he sees it coalesce again. Now, can he ready multiple shots? Or it's one action for you him to You can ready sh- one shot. One shot, okay. Well, since this opportunity only comes once in a lifetime, he's going to ready his shot. Okay. And uh, the boats have kind of crept forward, mm-hmm. so you're closer mm-hmm. to the spot where it was previously. Carhoon readies a shot. It's your turn and your owls. All right, I'm going to do a perception check to try to find, see it. Okay, roll me a perception. 22. Uh, you cannot see it. Okay. Um, the water is rough and choppy, and it dove down, and it's kind of dark, so you can't really see too deeply. So you're not sure what's where, where it is. All right, I'm going to have my owls do perception checks as well. What did I find? What did I roll last you time? You rolled a 22. A 22? Mm-hmm. Rolled another 22 with one of these. I have two more. Let's see. All right. Come on, baby. 23. Does my owl see anything? Uh, one of your owls can make out a little bit of a ripple in the water that's heading towards the line of boats and towards you. Okay. It will. <laughs> I mean, searching is an action true but they're just gonna be like and like point down and i realized actually that they all had advantage on that um so okay since they had advantage and i would roll and i rolled for half of them would then the one that saw it be able to tell the other ones and would they be able to attack the water like the surface of the water it's under the water it's under the water okay all right, and then, so the other six, no, sorry. The other three are all going to also ready uh, attacks. If they see it come out of the water, they will swoop down and try to attack it. Okay. Is that your turn? Um, I mean, you know, I did, I did a perception check to try to see it also. I mean, if you want to, if that's my full action, that's... And I know that's technically the rules. So, those, those, them be the, the rules. rules. All right. That is, I'm going to fly, you know, closer to it to kind of be like right where it is, uh, you know, above it type of thing. Um, and that will be all that I do. Okay. It is its turn. And it swims with alarming speed towards. Again, closer to you and closer to the line of boats, and you kind of lose its position. Okay. So if you want to find it again, you know generally where it is, but you're going to have to keep rolling perception checks for its new spots. Alrighty. Um, yeah, so you see it 
dart off into the depths. And that is what you see. The boats keep moving. It's Carhoon's turn. All right. Um, since he didn't see the creature pop out of the water, um, he is going to re-sling his crossbow across his back and try to help um, the pirates, you know, sail and then do stuff with rigging and sails and, you know, battening hatches and uh, all that keeps stuff. The, uh, keeps the ship moving and helps Captain Slab as the winds batter this little boat across the lake. All right. Um, it is your turn. All right. I am going to have a couple owls do perception checks again to try to find where this creature is. Mm-hmm. There's a 19 find it. Uh, yeah, you can see the shape kind of gliding closer to the surface and it's like right in front of where the line of boats is. Okay, so the the one owl who who saw it will be like again, and, and and point in very um the owl from Bambi is how I'm imagining all of a sudden <laughs> it, it is when it points down. I forget what its name was. And I do you, not remember. <laughs> um, and so it's still under the water, but it's closer to the surface. So could they still could still underwater? Okay. I'm just double checking. Um, and then again, the other four owls will uh, prepare actions that once it pops out, they will attack it. Okay. And then now that I see it, after being indicated um, where it is by my one giant owl, I am going to, I forget how swimming works, but I'm going to dive into the water. And If you don't have a swim speed, you can swim at half. Well, my my fly speed is 90, so half of that, I st- still can move 45. Do you only have a fly speed? I only have a fly speed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my my ground speed is zero. Oh, well, then you can't move at all. <laughs> you're stuck. Mm-hmm. You hit the water, and you're just paralyzed. <laughs> I'm immune Immovable. to that, so... <laughs> you are uh, grappled. I am going to then just kind of... By the water tunnel through the water being like oh this is kind of like air this is kind of like flying and i am going to let me think and i am just going to slam my giant airy fists into the water spirit slam number one 16 okay 13 magical bludgeoning damage slam number two that is a natural one, my friend. That's a failure. That does not connect, I don't believe. That's a critical failure. Hey, camp master. Hey, hey. Lucky you. Oh, Gonna no. use one of yours. <laughs> Please be kind. Uh, roll me a d6. Already? Five. Five. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this no. is called bad cat. Thank you, Camp Master. A random black cat underwater (laughs) screeches and runs under your feet, Feet? scaring you half to death. You are now mechanically frightened until the end of your next turn. So a little sea cat 
That's cute. A little sea cat just swims by and it's like. Aww. <laughs> I'm sure the fins. listeners love that noise. <laughs> uh, swims past and you're just startled. startled. Uh, so you're frightened. Okay. Well, all does that. I think that means entail. you can't move closer to something, or maybe you have to run away uh, from the source of your fear. For a round, um, right? For a round. Frightened. 5e. I haven't used frightened in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, a frightened creature. I just passed it and kept... Frightened. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. And for this round, I'm saying it is. Yep. The creature cannot willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So that's kind of like the line that you're at right now. So... You'll have a round of that next round, and then you'll be free. Okay. So I can't move closer to the water spirit? No. All right. Dang. Too bad for you, but the first two was pretty good. All right. That is the end of your turn? Yes. I could make you roll a concentration check on that if I wanted to. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to, but oh, okay. I could. Do you want to roll it? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Positive? Yes. I can make you roll it. <laughs> Wait, why would it? Wait, why would I have to roll a concentration? Because there's fun. also a clause in there that, like, whenever there's something, the DM deems uh, shockingly uh, okay. you know, <laughs> enough that you might have to might have to roll it. Like, if you got knocked over the side of a ship, which I was gonna do if you didn't turn into water. <laughs> but hey, uh, okay, it is this thing's turn. But first, before that, at the end of your turn, it takes a legendary action. Oh no. Uh, from where you are under the waves, you can see the sky above you begin to crackle and course with electricity, and you hear a sonic boom as a bolt of lightning cascades down from the sky. You brace for impact, but then you realize you were not the target. You see one of the ships in the water nearby you just get, like, racked Mm -hmm. with electricity as it deals... You see the skeleton of the ship, of the ship. in cartoon Little style. Ship bones. Yeah. The ship takes. Ew, he's rolling a lot of dice. I was like, is this a one or is this a seven? <laughs> the perennial question. I roll, yeah. Uh, 21 points Ew. of thunder damage. And then it comes to the elemental's turn, and you see it just swim off. Uh, you can't take an opportunity to attack with disadvantage because you are frightened if you would like. I will do so. That was a natural three for a total of low. Probably. So, let me nah. see. Stacey's not great, though, so give me the total. Eleven. Nope. Okay. Yes. Uh, so it swims away from you, and you see it burst out of the water again, and its lightning sword ignites in its hand like a lightsaber, and it just, like chops this boat in half. Oh! That's so cool and terrifying! I'm just gonna make sure I don't, like, fumble, but the damage is gonna be plenty. It hits twice. Oh, no. It rolls a 31 on one of its attacks. (laughs) And you know what? That's brutal! I'm I'm gonna use a dice roller here because that's a Oh my god. Did you crit? No, I didn't crit. It's just. Oh my god. There's a lot of d6s. Oh no. So in this this swing, it dealt 
Oh no. 82 points Oh my gosh. In those two swings. Oh my goodness. At least it was two swings. So two swings. Good it just Lord. comes up, ignites the sword, and slams it down in the boat. You can see it just like get ripped in half, and you see people jump off the edges as the the carcass of the ship starts to sink. Oh my gosh! And it's Carhoon's turn. Is Jasolka doing anything? Uh, not yet. Okay, Carhoon, you've, you've got it in hand. I guess your owls can take their ready to attack. Yeah, I was gonna say that was gonna be my first thing. All right, the owls are going to go. That is four of them. Two hit. Two hit? Okay, roll the... Correct. <laughs> two of them hit, Sorry, not two, two hit. <laughs> 18 slashing damage. 18 slashing damage. Okay. And then they'll all kind of like you know, fly back and, and circle around kind of close-ish by, but not adjacent to the big spirit. Okay. All right. So now it is Carhoon's turn. Seeing the creature pop out of the water, he's going to, you know, pick back up really quickly his bow um, and knock a couple arrows and, you know, see if he can make contact. The lowest I rolled is a 14. Okay, that hits. Okay, so all three of them hit. I just rolled all the d20s mm-hmm. at the same yep. time. I hope that was okay. Please do that more often. <laughs> I don't like to. I like rolling dice. I like rolling lots of dice at once and quickly. <laughs> 13 piercing damage, non-magical. Okay, great. It's going to use a legendary action. Have Carhoon roll a strength saving throw. Oh, okay. As a gust of wind starts buffeting Carhoon. It's natural 17 for a 22. Yeah, all right. (laughs) All right, this time Carhoon stands his ground and is not flung off the side of the ship. Yeah, I feel like that's what... It's like in um, Dragon Ball when they're, like, pushing against someone else's, you know, like, energy ball, and you see their feet just, like, the earth, like, sliding back. That's him, yeah. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, Okay, so you're... You're still underwater. Correct. Go ahead. Just roll me... Roll me a d20. Uh Uh-oh. 17. Um... Okay. Okay. Uh, It is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to shoot out of the water towards this creature and give it the old one, two, again. 18 hits, I assume? Uh, yes. All right. Those are two hits. Going to roll all of this damage. Slamming it with my airy fists. Mm Mm-hmm. 27 magical bludgeoning damage. Okay. And then all of my owls are also going to attack. You only have six. Three of them hit, so I'm going to do 66 of damage. Is their talons claw into water? Mm-hmm. Question mark? Yeah. Rolled a one, a one, and a two on those that first set. Great, great, great. 19 points of slashing damage. 19 points of slashing. Okay. They get little get little get little sips with their beaks. Make sure that they stay hydrated. All right. 
and then again they'll kind of circle around you know kind of like a like a whirlwind of their own right with all these giant wings and feathers everywhere and then kind of scatter all right um it is that was your turn yes that is my turn it is this thing's turn uh it is going to use another legendary action whips its watery visage which is just kind of a blank face around to look at you and it the sky crackles and you realize you are the target Uh indeed this time as you are struck with a bolt of lightning make a dexterity saving throw okie dokie that's not great that's a seven total uh Take 25 points of thunder damage. Thankfully, I have that. Oh, wait. I assume it's a magical attack. Yes. <laughs> 22, you said? 25. 25. 25. And then it is going to whip out its lightning sword again, and it dives towards the next boat down the line and makes two more attacks. I assume I get an attack of opportunity if it moves out of my space. Uh, oh, you weren't frightened. Oh, shoot. Who are you? I totally forgot. How dare you disrespect Camp Master I'm so sorry, Camp Master. I'm so sorry. I forgot as well. Uh, we can do it for the next round? Yeah. Okay. I'm so sorry. I just totally forgot. How dare you? So disadvantage on my next attacks, right? Let's... I wish I remember what what I rolled. I rolled for all of the owls in between, so I don't remember what. I rolled a... Well, they were both hits, They were both hits. Okay, so just roll me those two dice again. Okay. And tell me if one of them is a miss. So this will be the disadvantage for your first attack. I rolled two 14s for a 22 total. Okay, so you would have hit both, but you wouldn't have been able to move up to it. So we'll just... I'll give you disadvantage on this attack, and we'll call it even. Okay. So this attack of opportunity? Yeah, because it would have ended at the end of that turn, so I'll give you an extra attack with disadvantage, and that'll be fine. Sorry, Camp Master. Very cool crit, though. I know. I I do really like it. I think this is going to be a hit as well at a 19. Yep. Almost minimum damage. 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Magical. Okay. All right, so this thing now swings twice. Bad rolls, but it's got crazy bonuses, so it's probably going to... It's probably going to, you know, slash another ship in half. Yeah, it probably is. Oh, man. Hey, at least you're not on the receiving end of 82 points of damage. Gosh. True. That's very true. This one's a little bit less. This one's 76. Oh, my gosh. Oh, good year. Very good vintage. Slashes another boat. These are littler boats, so it doesn't take as much to mm. smap them in half. Smap them. Snap them in half. <laughs> I've tried to say smash and snap at the same time. I like I like that word. Uh, smap them in half. It didn't quite work. So this thing dives down out of your grasp. You manage to nick it as it slides out, and then it just yeah, slashes twice, and another boat just starts taking on water and sinking Ugh. as the sailors abandon ship. I didn't know we were playing Battleship. You sunk my Battleship. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so, as this happens, you hear a shout from the deck of Captain Slab's boat. And it is, in fact, Jasolka yelling up at you. 
He says, I believe I remembered something that you might find amusing. And then he shouts a word at this water spirit that kind of hurts your ears Ooh. as it as it goes through and the spirit kind of like as it's like recoiling from the swing it just made and looks like it's ready to lurch towards the next boat in line just kind of freezes mm-hmm. in space and he says uh, I don't know how long that will last so you'll want to move quickly as Jasolka has given you a bit of an opening to perhaps do some damage before this thing really blows up your ships. But I think we're going to call it there and pick up next time. Okay. So, yeah. Is it frozen, like like ice frozen or frozen just it paused? it's just like not moving. Ooh, cool. Okay. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Camp Master, for sending in your crit successes and fails. And of course, it's amazing that we got to use one of them for the very episode we got them added. If you would also like to send in crits, we always love seeing what you guys, uh, you know, come up with. You can do so either on our website, meandmyspouseandadie.com, or through our email, meandmyspouseandadie at gmail.com. Thanks, y'all, so much for listening, and catch y'all next week.